Laura Hillenbrand's Sea Biscuit, an American legend is a 1999 biography of the thoroughbred racehorse, Sea Biscuit. It won the William Hill Sports Book of the Year and was made into a movie in 2003. This book is an excellent addition to any horse fan's collection. Laura Hillenbrand Laura Hillenbrand was busy consulting on a new movie adaptation of the Sea Biscuit story. Shooting for the movie began in Kentucky in 2002. In addition to writing her book, Hillenbrand writes articles for horse magazines that are primarily of interest to horse lovers. Her father rescued unwanted horses from the Humane Society in the surrounding counties. One was a founder Chincoteague pony, and another was an elderly Shetland pony. Hillenbrand took care of them and rode them with her sister. The two women bonded over the horses, and they became close. They began participating in the races when they were young and became very good at it. Hillenbrand has written about racing for years and has been published in several publications. In 1998, her article about Sea Biscuit was recognized as a finalist for an Eclipse Award for magazine writing. She is currently serving as a consultant for the new movie based on the story and working on a documentary for PBS. Hillenbrand has been battling chronic fatigue syndrome for years. She has not left the Washington area since she contracted the condition. However, she plans to make the trip in October to visit her family in Kentucky. She says that her illness has changed her life in many ways, but it's not the end of her life. Laura Hillenbrand's book, Sea Biscuit, An American Legend, won the William Hill Sports Book of the Year and was adapted into a feature film in 2003. It has also been published as Sea Biscuit, The True Story of Three Men and a Racehorse. Critics have praised Hillenbrand's ability to portray historical times. Samuel Riddle You're not alone if you've ever wondered how Samuel Riddle came to own a stake in Sea Biscuit. His story is one of the most compelling in horse racing history. The legendary horse racer is a real American hero and is also the subject of an incredible legend. Sea Biscuit won more races than any other horse in history. But the story of his rise to fame is not only about the horse but also about the man who trained him. To make it to the Triple Crown, Sea Biscuit would have to beat War Admiral, the champion horse of the West. The race would have to be a match race, with both horses attempting to beat the other. Charles Howard had set the conditions for the race, requiring the horses to weigh in at the same weight and be the fastest breaker. Sea Biscuit faced a severe weight disadvantage in this match race, putting him at a considerable disadvantage. However, this was not enough to keep the horse from winning. It also created an enormous demand for the race, with businesses closing their doors to listen to it. Tom C. Biscuit was suspended during the race, and the track became muddy. This made the race a tough one for the horse. The fair Nidus, another horse, was much better in cloudy conditions. C. Biscuit's owner, Samuel Riddle, didn't see his horse on par with War Admiral. He didn't want to be compared to his horse. The tale of Sea Biscuit is a classic of American horse racing. While he wasn't an overly imposing physical specimen, his fantastic record and unique personality made him an icon. His race career became one of the most prestigious and popular in history. In the United States, Sea Biscuit has become one of the most iconic icons of the American dream. Charles Howard During the late 1930s, Charles Howard, an automobile tycoon and former Army cavalryman, had become a millionaire. He was also associated with President Teddy Roosevelt. After retiring from the Army, he returned to horseback riding and purchased a massive ranch in Mendocino County. During this time, he forged a relationship with taciturn horse trainer Silent Tom Smith. Sea Biscuit is a legendary horse, but we cannot ignore the legend of Howard.
Despite his legendary status, he was often considered an outcast in the racing world. This is because he had a reputation for taking on complex mounts. However, the story of Seabiscuit's legendary ride highlights how one jockey overcame adversity to become a Seabiscuit legend. Charles Howard began training horses at a young age and was a ranch owner. However, he didn't fully commit to horse racing until the advent of the paramutual system. He and his wife Marcella established a horse stable in 1935. He hired several trainers and registered the horse under his wife's name. Charles was confident and knew how to market his horse and manipulate the press. Charles Howard's success is a testament to his talent and hard work. Howard's life story is a fascinating one. He was a Buick salesman in his early days, and after the 1906 earthquake, he became a prominent thoroughbred racehorse owner. He was also one of the most successful Buick salesmen. In addition to his Buick success, Howard's car dealership also flourished. Before Howard's purchase, Seabiscuit was a regular racehorse and won 33 races in 89 races. During this time, his trainer Tom Smith lost a teenager in a tragic car accident. Despite his handicap, Howard's horse was a true legend. James Fitzsimmons James Fitzsimmons is one of racing's greatest legends. He trained Seabiscuit, who went on to win the famous $6,000 claiming stakes at Saratoga. Despite his chronic injury, Seabiscuit could still win several races and earn the $8,000 Charles Howard had paid for him. During his three-year-old season, he also won the Scarsdale Handicap and the Hendry Handicap. During his career, Seabiscuit was ridden by Johnny Red Pollard, an unlikely jockey. He had a reputation for working with hard-to-ride horses and was an alcoholic. The combination of Pollard and Seabiscuit was a winning formula. Born in Lexington, Kentucky, Seabiscuit was a two-year-old hack. The owner of the legendary racehorse was unable to train him properly. He failed to win any of his first 17 starts. James Fitzsimmons was preoccupied with preparing the Triple Crown winning Omaha at the time. He considered the horse dead lazy and overraced him to try to fix him. Ultimately, Seabiscuit won five races and set three track records. James Fitzsimmons is the trainer of Seabiscuit's descendants. Acquaintances trusted him with the horse's care after his father's death. Fitzsimmons was an expert at assessing talent. Seabiscuit's career began with an unimpressive win in the Mohawk claiming stakes in August 1936. Then, three men would come into his life that would define his legend. The story of Seabiscuit is filled with pathos and triumph. The story of a man struggling to make his fortune is reminiscent of the American dream. His grit and ingenuity allowed him to succeed and become one of the wealthiest men in the country. Racehorse Seabiscuit the story Seabiscuit is about a famous American racehorse who won five major stakes races. He won the San Antonio Handicap on June 26, 1936, beating Kayak 2 by more than two lengths. He weighed 124 pounds. In addition to his significant wins, Seabiscuit set a track record for a mile and a half. Is Seabiscuit a true story? The life and career of this legendary racehorse is a fascinating look into the American history of thoroughbred horse racing. In the 1930s, Seabiscuit was a national sensation, attracting record crowds to horse races across the country. Despite being an underdog, he seemed to transcend the limits of physicality to reach the pinnacle of success. Hillenbrand, a contributing editor of Equus magazine, uncovers the fascinating world of thoroughbred racing and offers a fascinating profile of this iconic horse. The best-selling nonfiction book, 
Sea Biscuit, an American legend, by Laura Hillenbrand, is now a movie starring Jeff Bridges and Tobey Maguire. It is based on the true story of the racehorse. It gives readers an inside look into the life of a jockey. The book is well written and relates the story of the three almost losers who fought to become the most remarkable horse in history. Sea Biscuit was an underdog in his early years. His first 17 races were unsuccessful, and he often finished back in the field. His trainer, Howard, did not put much effort into him, and he was subject to pranks from his stable mates. However, after two consecutive victories at Narragansett Park, Sea Biscuit became famous. He also set a new track record for the claiming stakes. The meteoric rise of the famous racehorse Sea Biscuit in 1937 was a metaphor for the sweeping of emotion. The country was experiencing a period of mass unemployment and hardship, and the Sea Biscuit's rise gave people something to cheer about. The horse race provided inexpensive entertainment and the prospect of quick riches. Is the book Sea Biscuit based on a true story? Does Sea Biscuit win his last race? And how did the war admiral and the horse racer end? If you've been wondering about these questions, this article is for you. Here you'll discover a few of the most critical questions surrounding this book. You'll also learn more about the racing history and the rivalry between Sea Biscuit and the War Admiral. Is Sea Biscuit book a true story? The popular book Sea Biscuit, an American legend is based on the real story of the small thoroughbred racehorse, who became a massive media sensation during the Great Depression. The book has also been adapted into a movie, which debuted in 2003. It has won many awards, including the William Hill Sports Book of the Year. The story was praised for its ability to capture the spirit of the era. The book is a mix of nonfiction and fiction. Although it reports on actual events and people, it's written in a narrative style reminiscent of a fiction book. While it has the elements of fiction, Hillenbrand's meticulous research makes the story compelling. It tells the story through the lives of men and animals. Ultimately, it's a story about comeuppance and the triumph of good. Aside from its compelling story, the novel also has a socioeconomic perspective. Its characters and the crowds that cheer for Seed Biscuit represent class stratification. The book is rich in socioeconomic characterization. Hillenbrand's passages about the period help the reader understand the 1930s racetrack circuit and the culture surrounding it. In the book, Charles Howard, the owner of a successful automobile dealership in California, decides to get into the horse racing industry. He hires a taciturn veteran named Tom Smith to find a horse to ride. He finds a horse in the east that resembles Sea Biscuit and turns him into a winning contender. Smith then hires Red Pollard to ride the horse. Does Sea Biscuit win his last race? When Sea Biscuit was a four-year-old, he began his preparation for the Santa Anita Handicap, the Hundred Grander, at Santa Anita Park. He won his first race, finished fifth in another, the San Antonio Handicap and rose to fourth in the Santa Anita Handicap. The winning streak continued through the summer, and Sea Biscuit became a West Coast favorite. Sea Biscuit's first few races were in California, and his wins gave him a mascot role that made him popular among the public. Although his owner, Charles, had a flair for public relations, Tom was not thrilled. He often gave away horseshoes as souvenirs. The horse was not yet ready to compete with the world's most famous racehorses in the Eastern Division. His final race was the Santa Anita Handicap, and 78,000 fans watched. However, the race was not without its drama. The horse was blocked several times, including at the end of the stretch, by rivals which she and Wedding Call. But Pollard pushed Sea Biscuit through, and he won by more than a hundred grand. 
The story of Seabiscuit's rise to fame is a fascinating one. This horse's rise to fame coincided with an American public desperate for a champion. As a result, his story has gained international attention. Seabiscuit vs. War Admiral One of the most memorable horse races in history is Seabiscuit vs. War Admiral. They ran this match race on May 24, 1938, at Belmont. The two horses were related through hardtack, but Seabiscuit was a slow, lazy horse. His owners decided to make him a match race in May. However, the race was called off due to poor track conditions. Seabiscuit was eventually scratched, and Pollard suffered a career-ending leg injury. The owners then decided to run a match race with another horse, Ligorodi, owned by Bing Crosby. This match was also a battle of style. War Admiral was sleek and muscular, whereas Seabiscuit was low-slung, had an awkward gallop, and tended to overeat. Seabiscuit was a low-key horse who relied on endurance and a burst of speed at the end of his races. The War Admiral, on the other hand, was high-strung like his father and would bolt onto the racetrack, accelerating to incredible speeds. The race is an American legend. The public favored both horses. The former was a West Coast horse and beat the War Admiral by four lengths. The latter finished with the fastest time throughout two and a half miles. Dash. Dash. Dash.